What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode 118. 118. Is it 118? Yeah, it's 118. It's 118. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. The cover's done. Uh, I, of course, am your host, uh, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. What else I want to use today? It's hot. Young Aloe. (laughs) (laughs) A.k.a. um, He's rather lathered. I'm rather lathered. Young Aloe. Young Uh, Aloe. Aloe wishes you know Young Aloe. Yeah. uh, Uh, A.K.A. Uh, we'll go with Trilla Manga. Trilla! And of course, the... Wait for it. Wait for it. Wade Blogs. Uh, joining me, as always, um... Six, 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 six. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Toronto Ari. Toronto Ari. Toronto Ari. Vancouver Ari. Yeah. Montreal Ari. I can't. Um, A and Ari. A and Ari. Um, what else? Six God Ari. Six God. Six, six, six. Six, six, six. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, summertime. Um, Ari. Oh, um, um, man's not hot, Ari. Yeah, man's. <laughs> you know, man's. <laughs> um, UK Ari. Uh, Brit- British Ari. Uh, Ari Pennyworth. What uh, the <laughs> anti-social Ari? <laughs> it's Ari, yo. First Lady Ari is in the building. What's up, y'all? And as y'all can tell with crystal clear clarity. <laughs> Crystal clear, G. <laughs> you know what's funny? I always complain when people say we're funny as hell. Because that's like the first thing people say when we do a show. They're like, Yo, y'all are so funny, but we're kind of funny. We're kind of hilarious. Kind of. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Um, live on location. <laughs> Man on the scene. <laughs> G is here. Shit. So... Uncanation, quick update. Um, in about what's today? Okay, yeah. In about ten days, ten days, it will be the anniversary of the birth of one of the greatest people of all time. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but yeah, about ten days, a little over three hours. Would be the um, I don't want to say bicentennial because that's that's what two hundred years or whatever. Uh, the anniversary of the the birth of young Wade Aloysius Blogs. So thank you. Oh shit! <laughs> Happy Blogiversary. I did all that right. Just to say my birthday, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Oh shit! Your birthday. Rather, I was I was way off. I thought yeah. you was talking about like like. Yeah, young Aloe. Rather, mm-hmm. rather my birthday is you know no. my birthday is like. Oh well, yeah. No, I thought you was talking about like like it's your anniversary oh, for like vlogging yes. or some shit. That's like y'all, October. Y'all got me in real tears uh, over here. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, uncongratulations and a happy birthday. <laughs> so, uh, um, I don't know what we're doing for my birthday. Uh, 
I don't know, um, but you know, ha- hashtag me. Happy birthday, Wade! It's July thirty first. Um, send me. I accept Cash App, PayPal. I'm about to say, are we are we doing Cash Apps this year? Are we doing the Cash App? Uh, I gotta get a Wade Blows Cash App because my other joint is, you know, <laughs> it's not Wade Blows. Yeah. Uh, they're not yeah, no, they, they're not ready for that. Uh, what, what's the other thing they're doing? Premium accounts now. Oh, I got. <laughs> I need a um. What's that? A Cam Soda account. <laughs> I need a Snapchat premium. <laughs> right. Yeah. We got a um a Patreon that I never set up. Well, we got one. Um, just send me money. How about that? Send me money. <laughs> I'm just playing. You can never go wrong with that. Yeah, I'm just send playing. me a prepaid Visa card, not a gift card. Prepaid <laughs> Visa card. <laughs> Dang. Nah, just um whatever you know. What I mean, just to let y'all know. The irony of the show is that our birthdays go in order. Ari's is June, Matt is July, and G is August. So it works out well. Um, so next week might be a little funny show because be right before my birthday. It'll be um we'll call it Ways Eve. It'll be a winning with Wade weekend. <laughs> Look, I, I swear I passed alliteration class in English, so I ain't passed nothing else. Okay. So, a winning with Wade weekend. <laughs> Words with Wade. If I ain't passed nothing else, I paid attention in alliteration. Uh, but yeah, so that's what's up. Make sure you hit me up on social and all that. I'll remind y'all again. Don't worry. I'm pretty important sure. To me. <laughs> Don't worry. If you forget today, <laughs> next week I'll tell you again. Don't worry. Um, also, we're in the middle, if you're on the east coast of the United States, if you're in the United States, first of all, because I know we have a lot of people listening from other countries, so shout out to y'all, but on the east coast of the United States, we're in the middle of a heat wave. It's hot as fuck outside. Um, people are dying. I didn't, when I woke up this morning, I didn't know if I was in my house or if I was in hell. Um, Eyebrows I had, are getting wiped yeah, off. I thought I, I thought I died and made some wrong decisions in my life. Um, <laughs> Edges are being burnt off. Uh, yesterday, I believe it was 105 degrees. Um, it was? Yeah, yeah, legit. Oh, shit. I, on my, in my car, I saw like 108. But you know the car is always a little different from outside. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you're on the East Coast listening, um, please stay inside. Don't go outside unless you have to. It's hot as fuck outside. Um, you don't want nobody having a heat stroke or nothing. And if you're on the West Coast, what's up? <laughs> Enjoy this weather. Um, if you're out of the country, be thankful. It's hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's bad, bro. I, I walked to go take out the trash and almost died. Yeah, I was about I to say, I seen, yeah, I seen the picture on the joint. I seen that shit this morning. Bro, that shit was bad. It's like, it's dry heat, too. Like, anytime you take a breath, it's just so dry. You can't even catch your breath. Yeah. Now I understand why people be gasping for air in the desert and shit. Look, I'm going to tell you all funny, funny soliloquy because we don't talk about ourselves enough. So I got in the car and I went to um, Wawa, which is like maybe a 15-minute walk from my house. But I said I was going to drive because I'm a lazy fuck. And I was just like, I'm not even going to cut the AC on because I'm just going to come out of the parking lot and hit right there. Listen, by the time I got out of my parking lot, overstand me, by the time I got out of my parking lot, I started sweating. I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I had to cut the AC on full blast. It's just hot as fuck out here. So please, if you don't have to be out, please stay inside. Listen to some podcasts. <laughs> Binge your podcast, preferably the worst way podcast. Uh, but, um, <laughs> yes, shameless plug. Yeah. 
just enjoy yourself, man. It's no need to be out there for real. Wait till wait till the sun goes down before you make any moves. It's too hot out there. I know we tropical people and all, but what the fuck? But um, with all that being said, all those announcements, make sure you go to wordsofweight.com as well. Site is up. Check it out. All the episodes. All the episodes from Double Zero are on the website. So like please check it out. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good shit. But let's get into what y'all came for, what we like to call the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. <laughs> the rundown. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the rundown for him. <laughs> he is rundown. Um, let's start off with this. This um, I don't even know how to approach this story. Let's start off with um. Last week we talked about uh, ASAP Rocky still being in the Swedish jails and being apparently mistreated by the Swedish um, police force. Um, and then, then um, G Easy, who um, for y'all who don't know, G Easy is from the Bay. He happens to be Caucasian. Uh, he was actually arrested in Sweden as well. Um, but he was let go almost immediately. What? Yeah. And the funny thing is that, and it's not funny. I'm using funny sarcastically. Um, the thing about it was that he was. People pointing out on social media that he got treated differently because he was white. He did some, he got busted for drugs and something else in Sweden. And forgive me if I'm not as informed, but he got busted in Sweden too. And he got out almost immediately. And people were saying on social media, it's because he's white. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith was like, yeah, we see we hear y'all loud and clear of Sweden. We see what y'all doing. We see what y'all up against. And the irony of this is that he even tweeted in. He was like, yeah, this is the sad truth. I'm actually reading his quote from his Instagram. The difference between me and Rocky's treatment and process in Sweden brings to mind two concepts that are disgustingly go hand in hand. White privilege and systematic racism. He says, let's call it what it is. He should not be behind, bar- he should not be behind bars right now. My heart goes out to my brother and his team. We riding for y'all. Justice for Rocky. And it, it, it um and we have more about it, but it just it's are we coming to the point in society? And this is kind of a loaded question, but I'm gonna ask y'all anyway. Uh, where people are white people specifically are recognizing their white privilege. Now I know Jeezy is, is from Oakland, town business, uh, so he may be an exception to the overall rule. But are there more exceptions to the rule? Do we know more white people that are like, recognizing their white privilege? Or it's just because he's a hip-hop? He's saying it. What do y'all think? I honestly think it's quite a few white people that have paid attention to the fact that they noticeably get treated different than people of color and it's rubbed them the wrong way to the point that they you know have felt inclined to speak out about it uh sad to say they're not in the majority but you know it's 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 some that know they have that privilege and they don't like it 
so they they say something about it. Um, I know I, I can, and 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 unconnection. I'm saying this to be for transparency. I I'm, I realize this sounds really racist what I'm about to say, but I'm just saying it for transparency. I don't know a lot of white people. Not cool, a lot of white people at all. Uh, but the white people that I do know, they are of that ilk. They'll be like, yeah, that's that's white privilege or that's racist. They'll, they'll point shit out to me that I don't even see. They're like, you know that was racist? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, um, one of my homegirls, uh, Lily, Lily White, she's like white, white. I can't even describe how white she is. But she she's quick to point out Systematic racism And put me up on things Which is ironic About our culture and about Islam And things that I had no imag- imagination of So I I think there's a Growing segment of society But like G said I don't think it's enough I think more people need to um, Recognize their privilege And Turn it Or, or like People have said, use their privilege to fight privilege. You know what I mean? Like, use their their white privilege to help us. Um, I think uh, Kim Kardashian is a example of that. A bad example, but an example. Like, she gets away with things because she's white. But on, in turn, she uses that to kind of help people. And I bring her up because it kind of a segue to um, our next topic. Uh, apparently, <laughs> so what? Uh, apparently, her and Kanye spoke to um, Forty Five. We'll call him about. Um, I just read the tweet. Uh, just spoke to Kanye West about his friend ASAP Rocky's incarceration. I'll be calling the very talented Prime Minister of Sweden to see what we can do to help ASAP Rocky so many people would like to get this resolved quickly. He actually says he will vouch for ASAP Rocky not being a flight risk. (sighs) I got a lot to say about this, but I'm real torn on how I'm approach this. Because it is election season. And, you know, some people, politicians... Would do anything to get elected. Is this? Do y'all think this is fuck a, a, a? Yeah, of course. Fuck Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> fuck Donald Trump. I don't, I don't. Let's let's be clear about that. Um, I don't care who, unless you bring Pac back. You bring you can bring Pac back. I still don't care about you. But uh, how do we want to approach this? Because I can see. I can see a majority of people, a majority of ill-informed people, not going to say liking Donald Trump, but hating him a little less if he pulls this off. Is it, does that sound right? My whole, my whole thing is, this is Windex and paper towels for him trying to, you know, clean up the smoke screen so people can see what's going on. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know, and I'm not 100% informed, but I have a little understanding of what's going on. Um, He's under fire right now for 
making some racist comments against four women of color in Congress. Right. You're right about that. So I find it very convenient that all of a sudden a rapper that's not anywhere on his radar, he decides to get involved in that, of course, after, as he said, the first lady done said something to him, Kanye and uh, uh, Kim have said something to him about it. And then even during the press release of him talking about it, he was like, he's got so much support from the African-American community. And by African-American community, I, I feel like I can relate that to everybody because we're all one. Donald, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> facts. No, facts. That's 1,000% <laughs> correct. Like... This is an obvious ploy and a distraction. And I hate I hate saying these things because it becomes so passe in our community that anytime something happens, they're like, it's a distraction to keep you from looking at this and this and this. But this is clearly a distraction to keep you from looking at the um the 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 camps they have the refugees in. Like you're gonna you're gonna free ASAP Rocky, and this is nothing to do with ASAP Rocky. So I don't think I'm hating on Rocky or saying he should be in jail. But you're gonna go free ASAP Rocky in another country where you have Spanish and and refugees of other countries in in camps in, for lack of a better term, concentration camps in our own country. Like I don't want to make this a political podcast because I think we made the decision a long time ago not to do politics and stuff. But this is clearly a political move. Best shows when we were talking about politics, though. I feel well because we're supposed to be hip hop, so we want to kind of keep hip hop. But it's this is clearly a political move, and I think people are not looking at it like if he's he's going to go out of the country and free ASAP Rocky. But you have people in our own country in concentration camps. I mean, the conditions of these refugees in these camps that are in our own country that they're treating are horrible. They're deplorable. Their kids being without their their mothers and fathers. But let's go eat a free ASAP Rocky. Yeah. And once again, I'm not shitting on ASAP Rocky at all. Nothing. We talked about this last show. Not shitting on ASAP Rocky at all. But this is clearly a political move. Yeah, it is. I agree. I agree. I don't think he really actually gives two shits. He just want to make himself look good. Yeah, he doesn't. This is he doesn't um, like even in the press release when he was talking. It got to a point he 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 wasn't. I you know when you're talking about somebody you say after you've mentioned their name and everybody's on the same page and y'all know who I'm talking about. You start using pronouns and saying he, 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 or she, she, she. He right. just kept saying ASAP Rocky. And he kept pausing before he said ASAP Rocky to make sure that he, in his head, he was pronouncing his name correctly. Like, you could see the hesitation before he says his name each time. And then it got to a point he was just like, yeah, you know, the one who, who, and he said it, if I'm not mistaken, he said it just like, the one who put on was, was the first lady. Would you care to comment? And her response, as brief as it, as brief as it was, sounded like a more political response than his. And mm-hmm. just far as like, yeah, a bunch of people hit me up. Uh, we we gonna look into this for ASAP. Yeah, 
and, and figure out what's going on and try to get this solved as as, as much as possible. It, it just it comes. It just so it's not even well disguised, and I, and what makes me mad is that people are going to fall for it. Because when we talk like this, people the people accuse us of being um, what hoteps and you know y'all just woke and y'all this this and this. But it's not even about being a hotep. It's 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 pretty obvious. Like it's pretty fucking obvious. And I hate using my high pitch voice. Kind of it sounds really bad when we don't listen back to it. So. But what the fuck? And it's it's kind of it reminds me of a couple of years ago when Trump um free uh, was it Lamelo Lamelo Ball when he was in um Japan for stealing some Leangelo thank you Jess Leangelo Ball when he was in Japan and he got arrested for stealing sunglasses and Trump went did whatever he did and got him freed and then like later on he threw it in their face like. Like they were supposed to be great. They were supposed to show gratitude and be grateful that, hey, the president went out his way to get you out of jail. I feel like this is Trump's quote unquote way in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Like, hey, he cares about rap. He did this for ASAP Rocky. He know who ASAP Rocky is. Right. Like, like he thinks that black people that fucking yeah, dumb. That, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. He thinks that like, oh, Trump knows who Ace Rocky is. He's cool. Yeah, boom, boom, bam. Let me vote for him. Not what? Like, come on. Like this is clearly and and the sad part is people are gonna fall for it. People are gonna be yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he knows. Nah, dog, he's a bigot. I've said it for years. He's a bigot. Mm. So again, I hope ASAP Rocky gets home. Hope always work out. And this once it's bad that you're in this situation now, Rocky, because it, we almost want you not to get free so he can shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he's going to use you as an in. And I'm talking to Rocky. That's like he's what actually I was about listening. to say. Like that's that's what bothers me. Like he might. He can he can potentially give him an opportunity to get home sooner, but is that how you want to come home, Owen Donald? Because that's exactly what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to. Yeah, that's what he expect. Remember that one time that I freed you. That's what he, <laughs> and that's what he. Expects. And he's going to look at it. I hate to say it like this, but I could see him looking at it like a quote unquote white man to power kind of thing. Like you know, I freed you. Mm-hmm. You owe me. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do for me? That's what he expects. I'm telling you, that's what he expects. I, I see it. It's so clear. Like, and that's gonna hurt his career though a little bit, in my opinion, because you know maybe I could honestly see something fucked up happening with Trump, where he's like, hey, "Yo, ASAP, you know, I need you to, you know, say something for me well, on stage or some shit," and that's gonna fuck his whole thing up. Here's the thing with Rocky. Okay, if if Trump gets Rocky out, right? Because look, I'm not faulting Rocky. If you're in jail, you want to get out of jail. So he would be rec- it would be crazy for him to say, "Oh, Trump trying to get me out." Nah, I'm gonna stay. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real about this. He would be like, yeah. "Shit, get me out." <laughs> but this experience, regardless, is gonna change his career. There's no way he can go back to being the same Rocky he was before he went to jail. Because all the all the woke shit that's happened, those comments he made previously that people are pulling his card on now, and this shit, he's like, 
I, I, I'm hesitant to use the word political prisoner because I know real political prisoners, but he, his incarceration is going to be a subject of political debate. That's the better way to say it. And I don't, I don't think he can go back to rapping the way he was rapping. It's like Meek. You know what I'm saying? Like, Meek went from Meek to this, to who Meek is now. And best case scenario, I'm hoping that for Rocky. I'm hoping when he gets out of jail, he looks at shit differently. And like, yo, I was wrong about those shit I, that shit I said four years ago about Ferguson. I need to change my whole shit because I see how it works now. That's what we hope, best case scenario. But his incarceration right now is 1,000% a political move from Trump. And they're just capitalizing on the situation. It's, it's like an end. It's like an end. He's like, yeah, I did this for y'all. See, I care about hip-hop. Vote for me next election. <laughs> I got rappers on my state, on my platform. <laughs> Vote for me. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not laughing right, because so I'm laughing because that I'm, shit is true. I'm going to take, take all the heat in the comments and going forward from this point. I am still so confused out of all the presidents that have had have either been assassinated or had assassination attempts. How has no one taken a shot at this motherfucker? I think because um, it's was it, was it, the, the, the rock vice president exactly is? rock in a hard place. The, the aftermath exactly. It's like it's like if I ran for president, but my vice president is Suge Knight. Do you really want Suge in charge? Hey, you know what I'm hey. saying? Like, do you really I want Suge? <laughs> <laughs> you want to play? Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, sure. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm walking, I'm walking around free. You really want sugar, Josh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much how it is. It's like, hey, we don't like you, but we hate him even more. <laughs> so we'll just wait it out. <laughs> yeah, we, we've yeah, been through worse. We'll just wait it out. And I think, well, no, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. I think next election. It's going to be a change. That's all I'm saying. Because we're getting way political and we're not going to do that. Hey, I mean, it, it happens. When anybody asks me what the show is about, I always say it's based on hip hop, but it covers all avenues. Honestly, and he was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, hip hop is connected to everything in the world. And of course, they want to try to argue that point. I was like, no, nah, you. You really can't. What I like say, anytime you talk about something that's going on in hip hop culture, it's ultimately going to venture out into other areas. Case in point, mm-hmm. we're talking about a rapper who's incarcerated, and it's a political conversation because it's now involving the president running for re-election and trying to get the African American votes. Mm-hmm. It's a ploy. So, yeah, what I always tell people is hip-hop and current events. That's what I say. Yeah, because it, it goes so many directions, but we it's always talk about current, current events. events. Yeah, that's what I say. We also what's going on right now. Because if not, then we're going to run down so much that we've talked about. Yeah. Because we, we used to be, like, you know, open, open-minded. Mm-hmm. When in, in the beginning, we were talking about having different uh, people on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very sexual mindset people on the show. Yeah. So, I mean, it delves into a whole bunch of shit. We just talk about real shit. But it's mainly yeah. hip-hop. It's life. It's a life podcast. We talk about life and current events. 
I mean, in the in the beginning, and we're totally in the another beginning. tangent. In, 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 in the, the beginning? beginning, in the beginning, <laughs> we talked about like us, our personal selves. <laughs> right. Uh, That's what I was like. We got to add a dude from Star Wars now, right there. I know, right? In, in the, the beginning. beginning. <laughs> uh, but we've kind of elevated to something a little more, like I said, current events. Because I know a lot of times, especially, and this might be just my issue, I know y'all don't give a fuck about me, Uncarnation. Y'all rather hear what I got to talk, talk about. Y'all don't care that I got to teach my daughter how to drive. Y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all want to hear what's going on with Ace Rocky. So I get that. <laughs> you know what True. I'm saying? So we try to we try to keep that in mind. But, you know, it, w- it would be fake of us not to talk about ourselves at times. Because this is, this is you're, you're basically in the middle of a conversation between friends. This is how we talk to each other. So y'all just invited in the conversation. And sometimes we talk to y'all, too, with, you know, your feedback. When you leave feedback. I, mean, I like that. I like that. This is, this is a conversation among friends and you're invited. I like that. Hell essentially, yeah. That's essentially what it is. But wait a second. Haven't some of our fans already said that? Yeah. It sounds like I'm just chilling with y'all in the room and we just shooting this shit and laughing. A lot of people. That's that's one of the main comments. Besides that, and we're hilarious. Yeah, we're hilarious. I, I don't think. <laughs> and and we've talked about that before. Like, I don't think we're funny. I don't think we're funny, but people all, that's funny like the either. first thing people say. Y'all are hilarious. Like, I'd be dead-ass serious. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I guess it's one of those things. It's just like, yo, it's, it's just you just being serious and straight to the point. It's just like, oh, shit, they said it. Yeah. Yeah. Because cause I think the appeal of podcasts in general is talking to people that think the same way you think and maybe bring you to a different thought process, like something you never even thought about. And you're like, oh yeah, I never thought about that shit. And it's it's just like that with any podcast. You listen to somebody, and you're like, oh yeah, I never thought about that. Oh yeah, I'm just like that. And you identify with those people, just like anything today in in current culture, it's like hip hop. You identify with the artist, so you follow the artist more. You know, it's just a conversation between your friends, and like like we said, y'all are invited and leave comments because we talk back to y'all. You know, I, I kind of respond to comments, but I'm bad at responding because I'm just an asshole. Um, but. G and R respond, so y'all feel free. They respond. <laughs> I'm just bad at this shit. I'm just being honest. Um, let's just move on with the red down. <laughs> the red down. And this story has been developing for a while. De- developing, developing, uh, developing for a while. And I've been cautious not to report on it because I wanted to see what, what happened. I didn't want to bring any glory to it or whatever. But uh, take a. Rapper TK, for those who are not familiar with TK, he's um from Texas. He's one of the new rappers. Uh, trying to think of a song he's had for a while. I really can't think of anything because he's this is going on for a while. He's um in two thousand. Let's see, sixteen it was. I'm reading the story here. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, he was arrested for the murder of his friend, and yeah, he released a. Mixtape called Santana World. Okay. Anyway, he was arrested for the murder of his friend. Is this the one that like they said don't like made a video and mm. all of that? Like he killed his friend and rode around with the body in the car or something like that. Is that is that this one? No, this is not this one. That's another one. He's in Florida. I know you because t- he rode around with two bodies in his car. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I don't think this is this one, but. Yeah, TK was arrested for murder, and earlier this week he was found guilty of murder, 
and I want to see if they have a sentence for him. But you, you, uh, he's facing, he's sentenced to 40 years in prison? Shit. Nah, he's uh. facing 99. Uh. But G, you bring The one it. that I'm looking, the, the article I'm looking at mm-hmm. is from the 19th. And he's facing up to 99 years in prison after being found guilty of murder. Initially, yeah, he was found, like, he pleaded guilty to the charges, but not the the capital murder um, charge. But the jury found him guilty of the capital murder charge. So because of that, now he's facing 5 to 99 years in prison. Mm. Now, if we can check this up really quick, is Texas... A capital punishment state. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, do they? Man, have unless to d- something has changed, yeah. yeah I mean, I haven't. I ain't never get a arrested uh, in Texas, but last time it was capital punishment. Because if that's the case, shouldn't he be facing the death penalty? And I don't wish death penalty on anybody, but just saying he killed somebody. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Mm. Um. Not advocating for it at all. But I'm, it, I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, check check that really quick because I I really think they believe in the death penalty. I don't know. Um, yeah, I thought I thought so. Yeah, just says yes, he believes so as well. I thought so too. Um, and what what I'm bringing this up for, bring it back a little bit. Uh, like G alluded to, alluded to earlier. Um, there was another rapper, another young rapper, who, um, and I'm trying to think, was that, that was Melly? I feel like that's Melly. That's why Melly or... I think so. Yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah, Melly, yeah. What's the name? YNB Melly or something like that? Uh, he was... Yeah, something like that. YBN, that's it. Thank you, Jess. Mm -hmm. Uh, YBN Melly, um, was arrested for killing two of his friends and making a song about it in the video. Why the fuck would you do that? And ride around the car with their bodies and what the fuck kind of? We talked about this on the show. Yeah, but I know niggas so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you smoke. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay, so Justice filling me in, Uncanation. I know y'all can't hear him, but he's speaking through the headphones. He's saying that uh, TK filmed, had a shootout and filmed the shooting. And particulars don't matter. The question is, what the fuck is going on with these kids? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And their rap, what I don't understand, okay, and I'm not blaming this on, on the current culture because I know that's an easy cop out, you know. Kids these days is this and this and this. What I am looking at the culture about is what is all this filming and social media shit when you performing capital murder and you killing people? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? This whole clout thing is it that important or is it is it all for clout or are people just so addicted to telling everybody what they do? And clout is just another fad. It'll fucking disappear and then it'll be called something else. I don't know. 
will clout disappear? The, you know the irony of clout is in the early social media days, there was an app called Clout where it measured your social media influence. It was K-L-O-U-T. What? Yeah, it was You real. know about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been around for a while. Um, and that's really what clout is now. It measures your social media influence. Like, if you're popping or you're trending, that's what people are doing for clout. Um, it's fucking ridiculous. I wish clout would go away and die. Um, Gee. Yeah, no, right? Because. <laughs> but, and, and that's. The, the crazy thing to me about that is. Any OG will tell you. Mm-hmm. You don't openly talk about what you do. Your prime tool. When you're doing things that in the streets they might look up to you, respect you for, feel you, whatever, is the fact that you don't talk about it. But now everybody wants to have a name, everybody wants to have the post on social media, and it's just like, nigga. Like, I would. They don't have a whole. They'll have a whole song detailing how they shot or or robbed somebody, and they'll put as much detail in it as possible to prove that, yes, I'm the one who really did it. And you know the crazy part about that is haven't we seen enough SVU and CSI episodes of some rapper that done that exact same shit and goes to jail? Like, I've seen that on TV. That's like a bad TV show. Yeah. And nobody's figured out they need to stop that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, like even even in the even in the nineties, that the quote unquote uh, hip hop investigation squad, like the hip hop feds, were known. So. I don't know why the young cats think that's any different. Like, even back in the 90s, like, people would speak on stuff, but still not, like, give certain details and omit certain stuff. And mm-hmm. was just like, I right, the hip-hop cops is watching. Now it's to the point y'all giving them the whole layout like they was in a room with y'all plotting for the shit. That's a fact. Like, I just, I just don't understand... The no no no. I'm gonna try to rationalize it. I think people are trying to prove they're real, but in an attempt to prove in an attempt to prove that they're real, they're admitting to shit they shouldn't be admitting to. Like you know when we were younger, G, when in, growing up in the '90s or whatever, you were real because you know you lived the shit you were rapping about. These kids are living the shit they're rapping about, but the shit shouldn't be rapped about. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the 90s, like, like if... There's a lot of stories in hip-hop that happened in the 90s that never made it out. You know what I'm saying? People just knew. Like, media didn't cover it. The source didn't cover it. But people knew about Example, like, the Terror Squad and Rockefeller Beef. Like, everybody knew that. It just never was talked about. You know what I'm saying? That Everybody knew, like, Joe Crack was real. It's just stuff you knew. But these days, it's like you have to prove it. You have to go above and beyond to prove that, hey, I am who I say I am in my raps. And what's worse than that 
they don't even yeah that's yeah that shit is stupid they don't even rap like that no more like the whole point of rap today is supposed to be to have fun and bullshit the rappers that are doing this stuff that we're talking about don't even rap the way they're living no they don't it's not like a bunch of gangsta, just, quote unquote gangster like, rappers put it into perspective they they rapped stuff that they did prior to them getting on and since they've been on they haven't had to do because they didn't had their business straight or their life straight so I ain't gotta do this no more I'm not gonna glorify that no more but I used to do it so I understand if you have to do it to make ends meet at the moment then so be it and it's the quite opposite for a lot of the young cats it's like they're doing it they're rapping it first and it was like, oh, y'all don't believe me? All right, now let me go out and do it. Yeah. And get caught, get on trial. And it's just like, I right, bet. I'm on trial for it now. Who real? Like, nigga, you're so stupid. Like, that, that, that was, the, you missed the whole point, dummy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? It's just wild. It's just, it goes back to something we said a while ago. There's not enough OGs anymore. There's not enough. There's not enough people sitting down with the young kids saying, "Hey, you don't move that way." And then even on that, if there was OGs, would they even fucking listen? There's a disconnect between generations, and I can go into why I think there's a disconnect, but I'm not gonna talk about that today because I sound too woke. Uh, but there's a disconnect between generations, and we need to get that back because we're losing kids over nothing. We're losing kids over nothing or shit that could be avoided. But it's enough serious shit. Let's continue on the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Uh, Our top story, I guess. I feel like I'm in the newscast. Uh, Our top story tonight. uh, It was announced earlier this (laughs) week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, It was announced earlier this week. News anchor joint pop, yeah, yeah, pop tonight. You, you feel me, right? I'm, I'm doing the news. This is way every 10, every 10 news. Uh, Rick Ross was announced. It was announced earlier this week, some late last week. Rick Ross announced the release of his new album, Port of Miami 2, which is going to be released on the anniversary of Port of Miami 1, which is kind of dope. Uh, it's going to be released on August the 9th. Um, his lead single right now is um, Act a Fool with Wale and Uncanation. I think y'all know how I feel about Wale, so let's move on. What are we expecting from um, Rick Ross's album? Are we expecting... Um, the same normal shit that he normally puts out. Well, here's the thing with Ross. Because Ross has an ear for impeccable beats. And his sound bit... That's Justice League, yo. Yeah, ju- Justice League. Um, I signed the drop Justice League uh, His sound bit It always sounds phenomenal His albums always sound great And I mean even I hate using the word Sonically Like it sounds different In your ear But His last album Didn't do it for me Was it Black Was it Black Market The last album You said which one His last album Was that Black Market Or That was um Rather You Than Me I mean, I got it in my phone, so let's look it up really quick. I can't hear you. said it was what? Was his last album Black Market or Rather You Than Me? For Rick Ross. I I'm think l- Rather You Than Me, but let's check. Yeah, I'm looking up in my phone. Yeah, bl- no, Black Market is... Oh, what, what am I talking about? Uh, 
Oh, but rather you than me. Last I think. studio album from Rose. Where did I get Black Market from? That shit is old. Um, yeah, rather you than me. Yeah, I think I think that was the last one. Yeah, and that album it came and went really quick. Like, I mean, it had it had its hits. It had the the joint the um the baby disc. You know, idols become rivals. Um, that's really it. I mean, it has some joints, Santoni, Santori, Greece, Santorini, Greece, made by music. It had a couple of joints, but as far as radio impact, that was really it. It didn't. It came and went. Like Ross sells. I think the I think the the thing that ended up happening with that project was the others the other albums that came out around the same time kind of overshadowed it a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's possible. I mean it was a solid album. It just, yeah, I was about to say he had Raphael Sadiq on that. Yeah, um, he had Chris Rock, Young Thug, Wale, Future, Jeezy, um, Yo Gotti, Gucci, Ty Dolla, uh, Nas, <laughs> Nas, yeah, Meek Mill, Anthony, Hamilton, uh, Dave Loaf, um. Like, honestly, thinking about it, I can't really think of a album that he dropped that wasn't solid at the time that it dropped. Um, I I can well I don't know because I think Mastermind for me, and this was the album before that. Well, no, two albums right. before that. Um, Mastermind for me wasn't. The best it grew on me. It wasn't the best album when it dropped, but it grew on me. Like, um, of course, the standout was um, "The Devil Is Alive" with Jay Z, but like everything else was kind of like all right. But the album. Nah, the thing. Well, what took what took some getting used to for me on Mastermind. It was a solid project when it dropped, but he did Biggie's was beef. Yeah, I he mean, did. um, that was beef, but um. Uh, he did something, yeah. Biggie, right? I remember. I, I do remember because we, we had. I think we had a conversation on the show while we were talking. We had a conversation. I remember this. Yeah, it was a joint that he had with Diddy talking and French on the hook. Was it uh, nobody? Uh, nobody. You're I nobody. Okay. This shit. Uh, I can't think of the name of this one. This right here. These niggas yeah, nobody. That's what it is. Nobody. You're right. I'm trying to push you to supreme being. You don't want to motherfucking... Yeah. You don't want to embrace your destiny. You want to get by. Yeah, this was Diddy talking that shit. Into the motherfucking dark. We're lonely. Yeah. You can't handle the motherfucking... Uh. The pain of the motherfucking... Uh. Not knowing where the shit is. Uh. Stop. I'm fading it out. DJ Wade. Um, 
I was surprised he did that yeah, going back to that album. Yeah, I was about to say that that caught me off guard um, when I heard that. I was just like, oh shit! So he really trying to do the big, like take that spot. I'm not, so I was a little apprehensive about letting letting that project in, but the more and more I listened to it. It was dope. Like, again, I stand by my statement. I don't recall Rick Ross ever dropping a project that was not solid at the time that he dropped it. I'm, I'm, I'm like apprehensive. He said, like he said on Meeks joint, on, on Championship, over a decade and still nobody's favorite. I'm Everybody apprehensive skipped about over his whole verse on the was free shit. You're right. You're right about that. R- Ross was talking that shit. <laughs> You're right about that. That's that is a question. Where do we rank Ross? Because nobody ranks Ross in a top five. That's the crazy part. And he's but the fact that he spoke on it on that track, I found it. I found it quite intriguing. To say the least. Because if I look at Ross's catalog, and I'm going through my phone right now, if you look at Rick Ross's catalog right now, um, when did he drop a whack album? Exactly, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I don't see a whack album. I don't see a whack album. Trilla and Teflon Don, Rich Forever, Rather You Than Me. He hasn't dropped a Matthew. whack album. Yeah. And you know what the crazier part is? Let's expand the conversation even further. Okay. When has Meek dropped a whack album? But see, here's the thing with Meek. Now, this is just me, personal opinion with Meek. I didn't really get into Meek until maybe, what, a year or two ago? Yeah, and that's what a lot of people say. They was like, well, prior to that, the mixtapes and everything, all he did was scream. Exactly. Yeah, that's the overall opinion. But he still raps the same way as he did in the beginning. It's just now what he's saying yeah. has found more profound ears. Well, I also think his content has changed. He's grown up a little bit. He's li- he lived a more it life, has. so he has different content. Mm. But that's the same thing with that's the same thing with any music artist, right? I and agree. I heard that for years with Jay. People was like, "Yo, you a Almost a billion dollar dude, you married to Beyonce. How you gonna still sit here and talk about selling drugs and what you did and you still got money from '88? Like, where's 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 the evolution? Where's the growth? And I think that's why the last couple of albums for Jay, him speaking on the infidelity in his marriage and then everything that came after that, it was so well received because it was just like. We already know about these things, but you're talking about them now. I right, cool. Hey, we're hearing it from your point of view. It's grown up music. We like my nigga. You, you, you in your forties? Yeah. This ain't dead, President Jay no more. And I think that's the same thing that happened with me. It's just like, all right, my nigga, you're not a battle rapper no more. And like you, I said, you, it's, you st- it goes you, back you, to you, for me. It goes back to Bleak. Because if you Bleak had the same issue, Memphis Bleak when he first came out, he had the same issue. He all we all he write about was um, basically Memphis Bleak is that song was Bleak's whole discography for like five albums. Money, 
<laughs> murder hoes. Money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It but, was. Hey, look, 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 look. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'm a meek. I'm a Memphis Bleak fan to my death, yo. Mm. I'm know. a Memphis Bleak fan till I die. Bruh, number. F- I, if I'm not mistaken, on every album that he had, I want to say it was like I want to say it was number fourteen. On every album that he did was like a real, genuine song. It, it was either thirteen or fourteen, but he had a oh uh, shit um. Yeah, number 14. Number 14 on every Bleak album was a genuine track. Regardless, like, all the commercial shit aside, fact. Everybody, oh, he and Jay Shadow, Jay writing his rhymes, whatever, whatever. The number 14 track on any Bleak album lets you know who Bleak was. My thing with Bleak, and I compare not just because their names are uh, similar, because I think their trajectory is similar, um... When Bleak first came out, when Memphis Bleak for Is first came out, I rushed the store. That's when they used to still buy albums and stores and shit. I rushed the store for that shit. Oh, yeah. And, like, the first, it was like, it was a curse with Bleak. Like, his first five or six songs was crazy. But then it kind of, it kind of wore on. Like, I guess you can only talk about the same shit for so long until it comes boring. And, and I feel like Meek has figured that out. And like, okay, I've grown a little. I've lived, especially with such a public situation that happened with him, I've lived a little. Let me show you with y'all my life. Because Meek still talks. He can still talk about the same shit. And he does it from time to time. But the way he approaches things now is different. Like, I'm a Meek fan. I want the best for Meek. Uh, and I buy out. I, I got championships. I, you know what I'm saying? And I think bringing us all back in the conversation... I think that what we we take it for advantage with Rick Ross because Ross isn't the same Port of Miami Ross. One, he, he's grown True. tremendously, and even with Port of Miami, he was he was rapping that boss shit then. Let's not forget he's always been the biggest boss. But how how long can you be the biggest boss? You have to give us something else. You have to give us. You can't give yeah. us now. I I feel like this. <clears throat> I feel like this as an artist and as a fan. Mm-hmm. If you double back to a project that is known for a certain sound, people are expecting that sound. <clears throat> like, anytime. Like, once Wayne started doing the Carters, mm-hmm. you expected a certain, you expected a certain depth. Like, all right, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some street shit. We're going to talk about some real life shit. We're going to talk about some party shit. Just think if Big would have did Ready to Die 2. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't double back the ready to die and not talk about even if you've progressed in your life like how you st- 
still have those thoughts now with that same subject matter. And and that's the thing. You shouldn't have the same thoughts. It's just like life. You shouldn't be the same person you was ten years ago. And if you're gonna if you're gonna say, well, it's just like if you live somewhere, if you're gonna say, hey, I'm gonna move back into that neighborhood, it still can't be the same thing. You have to give it something more. And and that's my fear with this album, just because of the current climate with Ross. I hope he doesn't say, you know what, I have to give y'all um Hustling again You know what I'm saying I don't want to hear Hustling from Rick Ross Right now I want to hear Some shit I want to hear Some shit Now Alright So what if he gives you Hustling with like A dead president's vibe though? Like an updated hustling Like we hustling But now I'm not In the streets hustling Like we boardroom hustling Boardroom hustling. Boardroom hustling. You know, it's only been it's only been to me. It's only been one artist who's been successfully able to do that. That came out one way, left that way, then came back to that way. And that's Jay Z. Came out with reasonable doubt. Came back with ten years later, ten twenty years later, whatever. American Gangster, for me, was the sequel to Reasonable Doubt. If you listen to American Gangster, mm. it's, re- it's reasonable doubt. Ooh, that, <laughs> that is, oh wow, that's a great tie-in. If you listen to American Gangster, it's reasonable doubt. It really is. Oh wow. <laughs> so, and that's that's what I'm worried about, because wow. the Car- the Carter Five that's is. Th- thank you. I try. Uh, um, the Carter Five, <laughs> the Carter Five is not the Carter One in any way, shape, or form. It's but, not, but the Carter Five was still dope. I'm not gonna say it's not. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but to Carter, me, hey, look, any I don't, uh, hey, look, Wayne can disagree with me on that if he wants to. I don't give a fuck. The Carter Five was dope. Hell, I had stopped listening to Wayne after the Carter Two. Well, so yeah. anything that happened in between that, I didn't hear, didn't care nothing about, and he had fell off and fuck everything he was doing. The Carter Five is dope. I don't care. Hell. Sorry. Even look at look at Illmatic to Stillmatic. It w- it wasn't the and same that, Nas. That was a gamble too. And and Stillmatic but, was a good but, album. But but keep in mind, Nas Nas corrected the expectations in the intro. Yeah, he did. He Where did. He was like they they thought I'd make another Illmatic. Nah, never. Um. He said, "Always forward, never moving. I'm backwards." Here's another classic. Yeah, I mean, and Stillmatic was a great album too. Like, let me get, let me get let me get this correct from the intro. Just because of the title, don't get it confused and think this is about to be that. So I don't, and here and bringing it back, I don't know if Rick Ross can do that because you go back. I know I'm bringing up the Port of Miami track list. I don't know if Ross is that type of artist to to. Bring you that um, a new I mean version. honestly It might not be the same sound It just might be a dope album And He feels like It's Him re-emerging Like Port of Miami was like The, the album that put him on yeah. That everybody Finally was like Hey Ross 
so it might just be like I he been chilling, he been dropping albums, and he felt like this is the one that's gonna put him back to a certain uh, level of conversation in the barbershops. Because if you look at the track list from Port of Miami, he had Akon on it, Mario Winans, Life Jennings, like. These are people that are not. Yeah, he had everybody on the joint. I would like. He can get Akon again. I can see Akon on the album. I can see that. Of course. I'm. I'm curious. I, like I said, I'm a Ross fan. So don't get any what anything of what I'm saying wrong. I'm a Ross fan. I want to see. I need a Ross music. and Anthony Hamilton joint right mm, now. Mm. I I do like Ross and Nas together. I do like that. The, the couple of tracks they've done together. I like. I'm a Nas fan, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Like I'm. I'm I like Ross and Nas better than I like Ross and Drake. Wait, a, a, a Nas and Ross joint. Shit, the the uh, a Ross and Scarface joint. Ooh. Like now those that. three features, the whole album can be whack. Mm. Long as though, long as those features happen, it's dope. But you know, Scarface is that rap, and he's running for. City council, some wild shit. So, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he has a un, he has an unreleased and rare catalog too. Oh, I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure. <laughs> you could snatch his vocals off of something. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite sure. So let's let's continue the Nas conversation. We just we're talking about Nas. Nas did release the Lost Tapes two last week. Um, Uncanation be upfront with y'all. I haven't listened to it yet. I've heard snippets, probably the same thing y'all have heard. Um, and and I'm fully admitting my bias. I'm a huge Nas stand, so don't listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Go get the album for yourself, because I'm gonna tell you it's great anyway. It's Nas, but from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing it's a good album. I'm hearing it's not a great album. It's a good album. But what what um I found. Interesting is one of his interviews. He said that's going to be a lost tapes three and four. Mm. And of course, Uncadish, if you don't know the premise of lost tapes, for those who are just listening, don't know the premise of lost tapes. It's essentially a collection of old Nas songs he didn't release. He's just getting them together and releasing to the public now. Nas is notorious for making a lot of songs and just never releasing them. So now he's kind of like releasing everything. Uh, what I found interesting about him him releasing all these laws, these volumes, is it sounds like, and I don't know the contents of his deal. I'm just speculating here. But isn't this what somebody usually does to try and get out their record deal? They can. <clears throat> they can, especially if it's, if it's been recorded in that house. Like, if it was recorded in their studios and recorded during the time of that contract, those songs technically qualify as material released under that label, which can satisfy that contract. So, because we all know Nas owns Mass Appeal, but I think he's still signed to Def Jam. So, could this be a way for him to... Get out of his Def Jam contract so his next real album can be on Mass Appeal? I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, just the way Nas has moved over the years as far as 
uh, making his daughter executive producer to make sure she's straight. Right. Uh, working with Kanye and, you know, on that project, just taking new approaches, he, it, it's, it seems like he's checking the climate as far as once he's completely free to move how he wants to, how does he want to move? I think it's 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 that's a good way to put it. It's like a chin check. Is there still a an audience for Nas? So instead of instead of being risky and putting out new material that may not connect with the audience, let me give y'all something old and if y'all like it, I can measure like okay, this is how I should come. And once again, I'm not giving Def Jam anything new. My new music will be on my own label so I can eat off my own stuff. Sound like to me, and 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 what's more funny about, and I saw this tweet, so don't give me credit for it. I saw this tweet. It was like Nas is releasing his album on his label, and have it on title, and have it interview like it's all like black money, like all of it is just like his album, his label, title is owned by Jay Z, like all these things are just recycling the black dollar, which is beautiful, and it's just funny how they're. Their connect their their connection is considering how they started Jay and Nas, and we still haven't got the record that we talked about earlier. G, the we talked about another on another episode, the Jay Nas DMX Jadakiss record is still out there. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know, you gotta wait for X to finish. You know his his role as the detective and all of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I mean, the Jay and Nas records that we have, I honestly don't feel capture what we want from them. It, it's, I still don't think through, through, through anything we've heard of Jay and Nas, I don't think we've gotten to the point where we're like, that's what we was waiting for. Exactly. Like black Republican, um, I don't like. I don't need a whole album of them back and forth. I would love it, but that's not gonna happen. I'd love a whole album of Nas and AZ going back and forth one last time. We've mentioned that, yeah. But I don't want that from Jay and Nas. I want a a solid track from Jay and Nas. Just one. Just give me one. And for all everybody in the comments who's talking about the Republicans joint, nah, that won't it. Yeah, that was that wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it for me. Either that or either. It um, might have been it for y'all, but I know the prowess of both of those as MCs, not rappers, not businessmen, but as MCs, the prowess of both of them. Yeah, I, I, I need more. Yeah, and even even Sorry. success. When you look at success, the record from American Gangster that wasn't the record, the Nas and Jay Z record I was waiting on. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. So, and I think if I'm thinking correctly, they have like three or four records together. They have the other one on um, Kingdom Come, uh, with like Nas, Jay Z, yeah. Pharrell, and Beyonce. 
that wasn't it either. And I hated that fucking record. Yeah, that that wasn't it either. So we haven't got the Nas and Jay-Z record we're waiting on. And I have a feeling that record that Swiss is holding on to is that record. For that lineup yeah. alone. Not goddamn Swiss is holding like the golden fleece or the golden chalice yeah, <laughs> and Pandora's box and won't let that bitch go. Swiss need to let that go. Let it go. Swiss. Like he, it, that nigga literally got lightning in the bottle and it's just like, nah, can't nobody see it. <laughs> let that go. Just let it go. So it's like, I can't even, I don't care. Let it go as a Lucy. I don't care what project you put it on. Just let it go. <laughs> let it yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they they even asked him when he released the Poison Project why he put it on there. And he was like, because so many people was looking forward to that song, I didn't want that song to overshadow the whole project. Nigga! Let it go. <laughs> so you still gonna just keep it in the tuck though? <laughs> like, like, I think at this point, you release it because it's so hyped. It's 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 like it's like a myth. Like, do you even get yeah. it? Is it real? <laughs> it has a it has a life of its own. Agreed. Regardless of what project you put it on, it's a Jay Z Nas DMX collaboration, and Kisses on the song too. And the beat by Swiss. And the beat by Swiss. Let it go. Like. And regardless of what time point in hip-hop that song happened, it didn't matter. To have those four on a song that's produced by Swiss is a monumental moment. I don't care if they, if they just recorded it yesterday. Let it go. But the way it sounds is like a 90s Rough Riders joint. <laughs> You know when you say that it's like it's like the nineties Mount Trashmore. I mean not that Mount Trashmore. Exactly, What's up? Mount bro, Rushmore. Like when when goddamn they were supposed to be doing the Murder Inc. album. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's with, it, it sounds like it was around that time. You know what's when crazy? X, Jay and and Ja Rule was supposed to be doing the collective album. It sounds like it's, it, it it would fit in that era. You know what's crazy? I would still want to hear a Murder Inc. album today. Wolfjaw. I would still listen to it. The fuck yeah. I still want to listen to it. Look, any 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 real hip hop head that tell that that says Vinny Vitti Vici from Ja Rule when it came out was not a fucking classic. Mm. It's fucking lying. Yeah, that was a classic album. I'm not even a Rule fan, but that was a classic album. Yeah. Anything he did after that, okay, yeah, you know, we can talk about it. But if 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 you if you deny that album and say, nah, this like I can't fuck with Ja Rule and you've listened to that album, I'm not gonna have a serious hip hop conversation with you. I'm really not. That's a fact. Everything he did after that is questionable, yes. His <laughs> first album, Vinny Bitty Vici, you can't deny that album is a hip hop hit. You that's can't. a fact. That's that's a fact. Damn that album is hard. Uh, yeah, and and the the whole the whole Murder Inc. album with with him J and X was supposed to happen around that time. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm gonna listen to that album on the way home. <laughs> so if anybody be like, well, I wouldn't want to hear that Ja Rule in that album. Shit. You fucking out your mind. But 
It's just poison. The whole niggas that started some Reservoir Dogs, all of that. Come on. I'm just thinking about we're way shit. Off topic. Yeah, we, we yeah, let's, let's bring it back because we we so out of time. Let's, let's bring it right really quick. Look, look, look. Wait, I got a segue. Go ahead. Speaking of Jay Z. Speaking of Jay Z. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Segway King here. Speaking of Jay Z, Beyonce, his his spouse, his spouse, his wife, Miss Knowles Carter. Um, she. It was announced she. Um, Arranged, executive produced, uh, did everything for the Lion King soundtrack, uh, and and the soundtrack she says herself is a love letter to Africa. Uh, I've heard like a couple of tracks off the soundtrack. The standout track, of course, is a track with her, Jay Z, and um, Childish Gambino called "Move Forever." Um, listen, Uncut Nation, if you haven't heard the album Lion King soundtrack, it's crazy. Um, it's Beyonce on her pro black shit what we love, but it's 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 really a love letter to Africa. It's um that that is the best way to put it. It just it sounds like it sounds like the Black Panther soundtrack. If you love the Black Panther soundtrack, you will love this soundtrack. It's, yeah, it's, I I have of course I have this streaming this week, and it's twenty seven tracks on it. Mm. And it's like the features and lineup that's on it is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mm. So definitely pick that up. But we'll we'll come back to that with streaming. I'm sure. Um, also, what else? Chance announced his album, his first official album, debut album, called "The Big Day," and it's going to be released um, next month. Uh, and I think we can now say Chance is not eight independent artists anymore. So that's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have uh, Dreamville announced it was going to release a deluxe version of Revenge of the Dreamers 3. That includes three new songs. Uh, so shout out to them. Um, I think Revenge of the Dreamers 3, I'm not hearing enough people talk about it, but I see the reflection of the impact in the charts because it's still number one this week so I mean the crazy the crazy thing is anybody who who's watched the documentary of the creation of that album um they did the whole album in 10 days to put it out because of the the schedule of the Dreamville artists that was the time frame that they had for all of the Dreamville artists to be accessible at one time so they literally locked in the studio and sent out invites to producers and other artists that they just felt was dope to just come fuck with us like we locked in the studio come in and it just became an all-out competition of music like all the producers trying to find different rooms to plug in to play beats for different artists. Different artists just roaming through the studio and going into different rooms like, oh, I like this beat while other artists are rhyming in and they step in the booth and just rapping. Like, the development of that project was dope. So I'm really not surprised that it's another version with more songs on it. 
Yeah, I'm, the Dreamville sessions were, were legendary. Um, people got invites. We didn't get an invite. So, Jermaine, holler at me next time you see me in the street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want an invite to the next Return Dreamville session. Turn up the way. <laughs> hey, listen, way. I tell you what. Um, I was listening to something this weekend. I was like, man, somebody about to get these bars. I swear to God. I listened to this. I was like, yo, this beat is crazy. Um, but hey, if, if if Dreamville give me an invite to the next session, I definitely will lay sixteen down without question, no hesitation, on spot. So hey, Jermaine, somebody, JID, <laughs> somebody. We're just gonna keep calling him Jermaine. I'm, I'm calling for out Jermaine. <laughs> like I'm not. There's no confusion, Jermaine. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't care anybody who's listening to this that's that has ever rapped in their life. As many verses as they've written, they've got one verse memorized that if somebody asks them to spit something, that's the first verse they go into. First, first, I got 67 bars in the tuck. <laughs> 67 <laughs> bars in the tuck right now. Don't play with me. <laughs> oh, shit. I got 67 bars. <laughs> Look, let's continue on. Um... We, I wanted to um, update everybody on this because we talked about this on a previous episode. Uh, game, he had lost a lawsuit to one of the contestants on his game show um, that was on VH1. Not a game show. That's a bad pun. Reality show. Yeah, games show, not a game show. Um, <laughs> uh, his um, For the Love of the Game or whatever the fuck it was, he lost a $10 million lawsuit. And he had gone on social media and said he wasn't paying them shit, blah, blah, blah. But now it looks like they have garnished, the best way to put it, they've garnished his royalties um, for $7 million. So essentially, Game can't make any money off his music catalog until he pays his woman $7 million, which is super fucked up. <laughs> um and I know what he did or what he was accused of or found guilty of is super fucked up as well. But shit, you're you're essentially garnishing the man. He can't make any money. I mean, he can, but you know. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And and and, and game like, being who a, game is. That's affecting new money. Yeah, exactly. Unless he does, unless show money is paid cash under the table, of course. But any legitimate income, and I'm sure at this point, everyone's heard about this. So how you gonna book him for a show? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, for those who don't know, with your royalties, your royalties are anytime your record gets played. And, so, anytime his song plays on the radio, uh, at an event, at a club, whatever, the money he would have gotten off of that now has been seized. <laughs> Best way to put it, seized. Now, again, is you know I don't have the details. I haven't read any details about if she gets the full percentage of his royalties for each song, or if it's now like a a percentage is split between them. But royalties is. That's the way a lot of artists make their money when they're when they haven't put out an album for a while. 
or they're not touring. They get, you know, that's a regular check that they get. Yeah, check at the end. I know um, one artist, a '90s artist, was saying he still makes about twenty thousand a year off of one of his songs, and this was back yeah, in the like, '90s and from royalty. Literally, literally, some artists live off of their royalties. They mm-hmm. scaled back their lifestyle, and they off of their royalty check, they can sustain their lifestyle. Now, I've also heard smart like artists. That, that's that's major for somebody else to be controlling your royalties. Yeah. Off your whole catalog? That's major. Yeah. Of your whole catalog. That's the that's the crazy part. It's not like it's a it's a time frame put on it. So like any song that game has put out from the beginning of his career to now, to that judgment came down, she gets money off of. And seven million dollars is not a, a little bit of money. He's been paying that for a couple of years. Yeah. Damn. Damn, homie. Well, all because you rubbed up on her butt. <sighs> Shit, Damn. they said that. He, what did he? He said that on volume one. You think I'm freaking these chicks, right? I'm trying not to brush up against their chest. You get, get a lawsuit, lawsuit for, for shit, shit like that. that. I feel trapped. <laughs> <laughs> G did say that. Oh, uh, so a hey, game. Bruh. Yeah, bro. Jay, Jay's first couple of albums. Volume one, volume one, and reasonable doubt, man. Listen, I didn't get into Jay until volume one. I missed the whole reasonable doubt wave. Yeah, I had to double back on that too. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't first listen and tangent, 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 tangent alert. I didn't first get into Jay until I heard him diss pocket the Apollo because I heard that song. People don't talk about that song no more. I heard that song, and I was like, oh, he got some heart in this pop. I like this guy. <laughs> and I started going back through his catalog, and it was volume one that got me a Jay-Z fan. Then I went back and heard, of course, Reason Without, and I was hooked from then. But yeah, I wasn't a Jay-Z. I'm not going to live here and lie. I'm like, I'm a Jay-Z fan from day one. Nah, man, it wasn't. Just one. Nah, I'm not. I had to double back. Yeah. but speaking, I had to double back on some shit. Speaking of double back, we're running out of time here. So, G... What do you have streaming for us this week? Uh, of course, we got Nas Lost Tapes. Uh, the Lion King soundtrack, of course. Willow Smith has dropped her uh, self-titled album, Willow. Mm-hmm. The Weeknd got a new joint out, Crazy Happiness. Mm. Uh, Kanye dropped an uh, EP called Vibrations. And somebody I said that I probably wouldn't listen to again because I liked her when she first came out. But when she got put in the spotlight, she seemed to become real arrogant and she disappeared after that. So I'm curious what she sounds like now is Elle Vonner. She Mm. got a project out called Elevation that I'm going to check out. Okay. Definitely check those out. I got to sit down. I'm going to listen to Lost Tapes probably on my way home or something because... I'm a, yeah, I'm, a, I'm about to say the law. The law tape's probably gonna be on from now until like Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to sit down and listen to it because I'm surprised. Being the big Nas fan that I am, I haven't listened to it yet, but I haven't really had a chance to listen to any music. So I'll let's make sure I listen to that as soon as possible. So Ari, what? Um, okay. I, I know you have um, somebody from. Uh, 
Vancouver, you said? What's it from? Um, it's a, um, British. I'm trying to find her right now. No problem. I'm just talking shit about you from Toronto. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unconnation. Ari won't be here next week. She'll be at OVO Fest. Shut up. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> her name is Jazz. Yeah, I think it's Carice, maybe. I haven't done a lot of uh, research on her, but she's from South London. Oh. So, Jazz Carice. Um, and Unconnation, if you have songs you want us to play that are properly mastered and mixed, please email Ari at wordswithwade at gmail.com. Put an Ari in the subject. We'll listen to your music. If it sounds right, sounds good, we'll play it on the show for you. If it sounds good. I know you're from Canada. Yeah. If you're from Canada, Ari will listen to it immediately. We're joking. <laughs> She'll run to that inbox. Oh, it's Canada. That's her people. You funny. She'll be like, man, it's not hot. She'll be saying that. she be talking. That's how Ari really talks. This is an accent she be putting on for y'all. Whatever, man. She, she's from she's from um um what's was it Vancouver no Mo- Montreal what no British Columbia none of that I'm are y'all ready for this song <laughs> so this song is called Petty Lover by Jazz Carice Ontario A Ontario Ontario A mm. six 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 <laughs> she's like yeah whatever nigga oh now you gotta wait. I give it a second. <laughs> give it a second. Hey, y'all. Uh, you know. Six God. Yeah. Gotta wait for the six. I don't know. <clears throat> cough, cough, and all that. That's okay. what we do. It. It's cough, cough. I don't know. Okay, there we go. <laughs> all right. What's your name again? Uh, Jazz Carice. Jazz Carice with Petty, Petty Lover. Lover. Yes, I'm a petty lover I'm still mad about yesterday No stupid questions asking me why There's no kiss for you when I say goodbye I let that shit go, let that shit go You keep telling me to let that shit go, let that shit go mm-hmm. You say you don't know why I'm so cold Hey where did I go like you don't know? Cause I'm not an easy lover, but I make time for others. No, I don't take this lightly, cause I'm not your average. You keep calling me sober, like there's something to say. But now the weekend is over, it's just another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I'm a bitchy lover today mm. So don't speak to me when I feel this way eh, eh, eh. Don't text me and expect to reply eh, eh. Cause we both know that she's still on your mind I need to let that shit go, let that shit go You keep telling me to let that shit go, let that shit go uh-uh-uh. You say you don't know why I'm so cold Hey, where did I go like you don't know? Cause I'm not an easy lover But I make time for others No, I don't take this lightly Cause I'm not your average You keep calling me sober Like there's something to say But now the weekend is over 
just another day No, I'm not an easy lover But I make time for others No, I don't take this lightly Cause I'm not your average You keep calling me sober Like there's something to say But now the weekend is over It's just another day yeah, 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 yeah. And that was Jasmine Carice, we said. Something like that. Was Jazz Carice. Jazz Carice, I'm sorry. you going to piss her off? I know, right? She's going to hit me up. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> Jazz. <laughs> Lord. Something like that. <laughs> nah, um, my friend Kiari uh, was playing it over the weekend, so I definitely let him know that I would put her out there. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's beautiful. Her vo- She's vocally amazing. Beautiful. Yes. So, yeah, check her out. Um, We'll put make sure we put a link in the description and um for the show. Uh. Petty, Sending it now. I don't know about petty lover, but you know. Hey, sometimes. I guess that's how y'all get down from the six, huh? Six. Yeah. Six. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. <laughs> Hot girl summer, but the city boys run it. City boys run it. Goodbye. That's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. Nope. That's Goodbye. The thing, right? I, I don't know. I'm too old for that shit. Uh, anyway, that's all. Hot girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, if you follow Lil Duval, he's keeping score of the Hot Girl Summer and the City Boys. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Oh my gosh. Pretty fucking <laughs> hilarious. Uh, shout out to Lil Duval. Um, that shit is fucking hilarious. Um, anyway, that's our show, Uncut Nation, uh, episode 118. Uh, I think we covered everything. Oh, before we get out of here, now it'd be so inappropriate if I didn't mention this. Uh, last week, Week for last, um, uh, Virginia. We we record the podcast in Virginia. We're all kind of Virginia natives, kind of, kind of, sort of. I'm halfway. I'm mixed. I only lived here for a while. Man, he ain't mixed. I'm mixed. I'm not Virginia, but I'm mixed with Virginia and California. I'm mixed, like you know. Anyway, um, been here for a while. Uh, serious note. Serious note. Uh, Pernell Sweet Pea Whitaker, um, uh, a Virginia legend, a boxing legend, um, one of the greatest boxers of the modern century uh, lost his life in a tragic car accident um, um, I want to say last week the irony of it is a lot of people I've heard people talk about it and they don't know a lot about Virginia Beach but the area where he's lost his life I live around the corner from I've been in that area a thousand times um, a lot of people have chosen to remember the, the, the later parts of his life uh, what we choose to remember is the great things he's done in this area. If you're not in this area, you may not know all the things he's done for the community, all the people he's helped, all the children he's put through schools. So we definitely want to give a rest in peace. Shout out to Sweet P. Whitaker. His homecoming service was, I believe, yesterday, actually. Um, so being a Virginia podcast, we would be remiss if we didn't mention Sweet P. Whitaker. Rest in peace. Um, good job. That's what we all hope. Whenever you meet your creator, you hope that he tells you you did a good job. And I'm sure he'll tell Sweet Pea that. So rest in peace. And I think that's it. Um, First thing I said, uh, quick thing, Diddy and MTV are bringing back, I'm making a band. I thought that was funny because... I'll just say somebody we all know was on the first making the band, and I don't mean singing, I mean ma- making the band the rap version. Somebody know Dylan Ja? 
Spit hot bars. That's the only person I swear I remember from the gym is Dylon. <laughs> that's, that's all anybody remembers. Dylon. Babs. <laughs> Shout out to the band. Nah, shit. I'm about to say, I remember Chopper. I remember Babs. Fred. Uh, um, Ness. What was the other cat name? Frank. N- Ness. Remember Ness? E. Ness. Yeah, E. Ness. E. I mean... E Ness goes with Ness goes without saying. Like him and him and um shit. Fuck. Damn, I just had a brain fart. I had the nigga name. You talking about Fred? The dude from um you talking about Chopper? Mills, my bad. Oh, J Mills. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that battle? Yeah. Yeah, they had their battle, so yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny because a lot of people are taking shots at him for not continue to work with any of the artists he put on making the band so we'll see how that goes out um and I, th- I mean honestly I just I just thought the timing was funny because BET has been talking about their series that they they're putting out about you know helping up and coming artists that are the same thing that's already supposed to get ready to air and then just out of the blue it's just like hey if Diddy was really I think it'd be a better idea to put it on Revolt than MTV but that's a conversation for another day there might be some legalities involved there yeah I was about to say they probably got some kind it, it was probably some in the contract that yeah. you can never recreate this show anywhere else if if you do it we have to be involved type situation I'm sure there's some, some legalities involved but making the band coming back, um, we'll when they release information for y'all to audition, we'll definitely let y'all know. Um, let them know, yeah. Just bring it, bring your A game. I'm sure they'll be down here because they were down here last time they did it. Um, Although we go to the end, that was like the most memorable season. Besides them walking for cheesecake, was when the new niggas came in. The day twenty six niggas. Yeah, the day twenty six niggas when the new niggas came in and was challenging for their bed, and my niggas started singing and did the whole the whole house back them up. It was just like, oh man. Yeah, I have a soft spot for the band, so you know we'll keep our eye on that. But I think that's it, y'all. Episode one eighteen in the books. Make sure you follow us on social media. Follow Ari, follow me, follow G, follow the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Leave your comments, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere. We're Googleable. We are Googleable. So if you can't find us, just enter us in Google. Words with way, all one word, or no spaces. That's how you say it. Words with way, no spaces. Mm-hmm. We'll come right up. Real easy. Um, I think that's it. Um which is kind of funny because you do type in words away all one word and we're the first thing that pops up on Google. Mm-hmm. Yep. Words away, no spaces. We immediately pop up. Uniqueness. And wordsaway.com. Don't forget that. Wordsaway.com. Wordswithway.com. Wordswithway.com. So, and so, check out our YouTube page, of course. Of course. Um, so I think that's it. Anything else? Nah. So... Like we always like to do around this time. As always. As always. As always. You may agree with what we say. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. okay. 
But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we catch on the internet. Chia. 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 We out.